for everybody, of course. B'miyuchid Pesach. It's actually Pesach Yehoshua. My my original error. Ben Tovachaya. I just spoke to his wife last night just to see how he's doing. He's still uh, quite struggling with it. But I have to share with the Oilam just a, a, a chizik, what kind of what kind of nation we are. So this Pesach Yeshua Hamachuna Adam Pollock. We've been seeing and I have had a lot of experience with him. We know that he's a Dohibanit. He walks around like a regular guy, he's Dohibanit. But I have to tell you one thing. I spoke to his wife last night, what's doing? They actually put him on a respirator not to help him because it's a struggle to breathe. People think when you hear somebody's on a respirator, sometimes it's the biggest refuel for a person, struggling, breathing. It's a that there is such a kli that can give, help a person breathe. So I asked his wife, you know, like, sort of why is he in, in, in the local hospital? So she said, whatever, it's hard right now to transfer. Baruch Hashem, he has a bed and he's taking care of it. So the reason why he ended up in Good Sam is because he had this cough and this, he wasn't feeling well for a while. He thought it was this, they thought it was that. Struggling for weeks. He was choshish taka that he had it. He didn't want to call Hatzolah. Because he, on the chashash that he has it, he didn't want Hatzolah to catch him. He didn't want to call out someone. See, he wanted to drive himself to the hospital so nobody should catch it from him. And he was not in no shape to drive, so the, to good time he was able to drive. That's how he ended up in good time. He has a my servant. The does is Aid. Does is Aid. Unbelievable. Okay, I'll basically just a couple of words of Chizik. And this really is more, anyway, we have much more people listening to the shir remotely than here. It's probably true a lot of weeks anyway, but Lamaisa now is not a shaila from both standpoints. First of all, come, come, we have a minion. And remotely, more people are learning remotely because they can't learn in person. So this really is more a chizik for the people that are not here, for the people that are in the house, which is River Voice Alpha Yisrael that are in the house. The just be aiming on one specific nekuda which relates to Akomas Hamishkin. Pashas Pakude we learn about Akomas Hamishkin. And there are two very fascinating Nukudis about Akomas HaMishkin. One of them is the fact that during the Shivas Yimei HaMiluim, the Mishkin was put up according to one mandoma at least twice a day, according to one mandoma three times a day. The Medrash says, Omar Yosef, Kol Shivas Yimei First of all, Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe Rabbeinu himself, nobody else, Moshe, 
Mamidoy, Mafalkoy. Shnei Pomim, Pamayim Begin. Doilum knows just to read the words of the components of the Mishkan is a challenge for a Balkriya. Just to read it. You know what it is to put it together? Twice a day? Moshe Rabbeinu. Begvurus. What's going on here? Rev Chanina Oimel. Sholosh Po'omim Bayoim. Held? Three times a day. Shenemal Tokim Hukam and Vayokim. There were three Lashonis of erection of the base Hamigdosh. And the Medrash is being oimed. The fact that it says, it says, Tokim, Hukam, and Vayokem, each one refers to what Moshe Rabbeinu did every single day during the Shemesim Amalek. Shaili is Loma. Why did Moshe do three times a day? Why did the, obviously it was a Rasha, obviously this was, the Bernishlam asked for this. Why did Moshe Rabbeinu erect and take the Mishkan down three times a day. What is that? It's obviously symbolic. It's for us to learn from. What, what, what's, what's behind it? So that's Aleph. Bez, by the Akamas HaMishkan, we see the following. It says, Vayoviyu es HaMishkan el Moshe. They brought the Mishkan to Moshe. That means you had all the Chachmei Leiv who constructed, designed and constructed the Mishkan. And then they brought the Mishkan to Moshe. So the Medrash says, this is the Pesach in Eiv, Zehu Shema HaKosov, Lo Yigora Mitzadik Einoi. Hashem is not my name from the Tzadik. Whatever he put his koiches into, Hashem is not me, doesn't take away from the tzaddik. The Medrash says, and goes through lists of tzaddikim and maizes. The Kitzel, it sounds like from the Medrash, we don't want to take away from Moshe Rabbeinu the credit of the Mishkan. If it would have been just put up, Pitzalol, uh, Liyov, whatever, would have put up the Mishkan, Moshe is in the background. So the first kasha is, what do you mean, Moshe? Moshe was the designer. Moshe was the one who, Asher Bahar, Moshe Rabbeinu, he was everything. He wasn't something. Moshe Rabbeinu was everything. So what does it mean? The Medrash is Kilu making like, so what did Banishon do? Zokdel, they brought the Kalim. They're waiting for the Shechina. Everything is all for the Shechina. So they will mevakish l'amidoy, they try to erect the Mishkan. It's interesting medrash. They didn't know, or they didn't have the ability, both. Meaning, they didn't know how to put it up, and they couldn't put it up physically, they couldn't put it up. When they thought that this is the right way to put it up, it just fell. 
they realized this is a heavenly, the Mishkan was designed to be put up and take that, it was designed perfectly. They realized something's wrong here. So they went to the craftsman. So they went to the to the contractors. And they said, they told him, told You maybe it's gonna stand up if you put it up. Why? So Christ all knew right away this is not a natural complication. There's something missing. Why we can't put it up. Maybe you, that you worked. You're Roy for the Mishkan to go up. So you know what to do? Anyway, they took every single clee and every single board that they made and they showed it to Moshe. And they told Moshe, isn't this what you told us to make? Did we do it right? For over Every single thing they made, they asked Moshe, is, is this right? Yes. So what's the problem? Yeah. But listen to Klai They The Medrash is giving you half the answer. Klai question was, why isn't it standing? They didn't say, why isn't it standing? They said, They understood that there's something needed here more than just the right materials. More than just the know-how how to stand it up. They knew something is missing. So they said, Klaisel said, what's, what's going on? But and Aliyah, they already were Mitzayah. They already want Mitzayah on this. What's going on? Zoktev, or your Moshe mates out of Ozeh. Oma Leakarishboch, the Moshe, you, Lufisha Ato Yisa Mitzayah. Lufikoch, or Yuklu Oisom Chachomim Lamido Bishvilcha. Kedei Shehedu Kol Yisrael. Shemal Yotcho in a Yemit, Shuvin a Yemit Loyal. Shenema, Vayoka Moshe Samishka. Sounds like a Pesumenise. You want to make motion to the guests of honor. You put so much credit, you're the one who's made so are you. And, and so I want, we're going to show now publicly that without you there's no Mishkin. That was the purpose of this. Why didn't the Rabbanishim then just give it seemly from day one? That only Moshe could put up the Mishkin. Period. From day one. The end is that even Moshe didn't put it up. Moshe said, Oma Moshe, ain't you deal I can't. Can't put it up. Make believe 
you know, move your hands. Do actions that would normally portray an erection that you're doing. You're putting up the Mishkan, and, and let's see what happens. And that's why it says, Hukam HaMishkan. It says, Hukam. Even though it says, Vayokim, it says, Hukam. Hukam means it stood up. It stood up, but everybody stood it up. Here again, you have the same cash. So what is, we have to go through the whole games here. Klai Yisrael trying. Betzal of trying. Then finally, Moshe tries, and Hashem ultimately puts it up. What's this whole, what's the lesson? So Rabbi I got a Moridik The Rebbitson sent me a text. And again, this is a, a tremendous chizik for the River Voice Alpha Yisrael that are home. The Rebbitson makes sure that I get, you know, I get every, whatever Ruchni is she gets old. She doesn't want to steal from me. Yesterday I was in the car with her 20 minutes. We went to take a walk somewhere. So she put on several shoes. I heard Pesach Krohn. I heard Rav Urenreich. She was mezakimi. Whatever she heard, she was mezakimi with. And it was very nice. Every, everything was very nice. The Miyuchad, Rav Urenreich, said a very, very, shared a very, very nice idea. Very nice idea. Which was that everybody's Hatzalah member, Kilo, meaning the people that are home, they're also Hatzalah members. Because if by staying home you're protecting other people, so you're Hatzalah member. He said, How many people could Zeichet to be Hatzalah members the whole year? Hatzalah members, unbelievable, right? They're Moise Nefesh, they run out, they, they run out in the middle of the night, they don't have a Shabbos and not a Yom Tov and not a. They're 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 segonished, segonished. I gave a shir on Tosef Shabbos several weeks ago in shul. So Yehuda Levi, one of my mispalim, was Atzala member. He said, "What should I do, Rav?" Just to give you an idea how Atzala member lives, you know, constantly not knowing what the next minute is. He said, "Should I be makabel Shabbos?" If a lot of times I get a call during those ten minutes, I get a call. So let's say I'm a Kabul Shabbos uh, half hour before Shabbos. But then I, then I get a call, Hatzol, of course. I have to go and be Mechal Shabbos. Is it better I should be Toys for Shabbos? Mitzvah's Toys for Shabbos. Or, if I'm not Makabul Shabbos, then I'm not Doicha Shabbos. <laughs> by being, by, by, by being Makabul, so maybe I shouldn't be Makabul to the last possible minute. When he asked me to Shaila, I, I was, I was mispoiled. How Hatzol a member lives. They're living on the edge every minute. Maybe I'm going to get a call. Maybe after. So this Ravu and Reich, who I never was really zeichen to meet him, he in a very hard single way, he explained to people by being home. It's not so hard to be home. By being home, you're you're a solo member. Why are you staying home? You're staying home not just for yourself. You're staying home so the disease shouldn't shouldn't uh, be mispashed. Or the best we can do to make it not mispashing. No. So now you're you're at Solomon. That was basically his his vote, at least the part. Maybe he said other things. That was the part that I heard. So that alone was very inspiring. But the Rebbitson sent me a text 
early, earlier today. And it sounds narish, the text. But I'm telling you that there's a lot of teeth kind in this text. The text reads as follows. Spread the word. Fellow neighbors and friends of Pomona, Wesley Hills, New Hampshire, basically, etc., everybody. Very few people are going to be davening with a minion. Vast majority of the shuls are closed. Somebody told me, last night somebody gave me Hashikoyach, he was able to have a mincha by us, with a minion, it's small, obviously, it's something like an island like this, mincha. He told me that the, the early in the day he had to drive to Rabbi Schlesinger, on the other side of Muncie, to get a minion. So, it says here, spread the word, fellow neighbors and friends, Pomona, etc. This Friday night at 7.15 p.m., let's all go out of our homes, onto our decks and yards, or porches, and bring in Shabbos Mevorchim Chodesh Nisan together, by singing Kabbalah Shabbos together. Let's carry our voices in union. Yeah. So it sounds, you know, if, you, if you're not, you know, if you want to be critical, what kind of nourishes thing is this? Playing games? It's not a tzibur, it's no minion. Well, it's just a, what are you making believe? Well, last night I saw a similar thing. I saw, there was a chasta, I think it was in, in Lubavitch. Again, this is from the Rebbe, and the Rebbe gives me all these things. There was a chasta, I think it was in Crown Heights, and the car, the chas and kala were in a convertible car, because obviously you don't have much of a chasana now as far as people. And the Chosen Kale, it was a, like, almost like a parade. They were driving through Crown Heights in a convertible. Behind them was a truck with music. The truck, what usually does the Achnazah Sefeter, was behind them with the beautiful music. And people were dancing on their porches on the sides of Chomokam Sheyesh Yisrael. They were, they were dancing. Nochamol, a person could go, well, it does, as a parade, it's chasana. They were never mishtatif in the Suda, they weren't part of Sheva Brachas, it's all Nagash You could, you could, right. Obviously, that's foolish to say that, because at the very least, it's for Haftar Let's say you're not part of the chasana, and then, and then you're not mitstarif, and then it's, you have to be the Bishasta Chupe, or Bishasta Suda, it's nothing, it's a garnish. Yeah, but it's for Haftar you think a chos and kala that, are, that have been deprived from a regular chasen that most people have, and you're giving them joy. So, at the very least, it's that. But I want to explain to you now that it's much more than that. That's my point. What I think is, is like this. What's this idea that they brought it to Moshe? Had to be brought to Moshe. But it was a process. It wasn't just it had to be brought to Moshe. It was first Klaisol tried. If Klaisol tried, it means there was every reason to assume that they'll be able to put it up. The 40 years that Klaisol in the Midbar, we don't find any complications putting it up. The Levium put up, take down, no problem. It's not like the Mishkan was a complicated thing to put up that they always needed to go through this process. They never needed to go through this process. Look at the, 
Look at the Pesukim later on. We're going to learn that the Levim carried the Mishkan, they put up the Mishkan, they took down the Mishkan. No problem. No problem. This was only now. It had to go through these steps. Step one, step two, step three. What's up, Shatan? I told somebody recently that there was a Maise with Rav Avrom Gudensky, Zechatzadik Levroch. I think he was, he, he, was a, he was a big mashgiach in Lita, one of the main yeshivas in Lita. In his older age, he was once traveling. He was in a Goyesha inn. He's staying in a Goyesha inn. In those days, the inns were a little like what you would call today a bed and breakfast, meaning a small Hamish Amaisa. Not talking about a Hilton or a Marriott, talking about a small Hamish Amaisa, where the inn innkeeper. And the people who come were, would, you know, connect. There was a dialogue between them. They would know each other. They would understand what's going on. It, it was like a mishpocha dika feeling. Obviously, with a goy, it's a different feeling. But there was a, there was a mishpocha dika feeling. So the innkeeper knew which room he gave that old rabbi. He gave him a, a room. The old rabbi. In the middle of the night, it's already 11, 12, whatever. It's late at night. He hears the old rabbi dancing. He hears singing. And he sees, you know, he's drunk. The old rabbi probably brought some good stuff, good booze. He drank, got a shtickle shtier, or more than a shtickle shtier. He couldn't believe this went on for 20 minutes. The man, the old man looked like, you know, he's, Walk slowly. He didn't look like he has a salat kaycha. Mitamol, the guy's dancing. Anyway, in the morning, he says, Rabbi, what, what did you drink last night? I want some. <laughs> Whatever that was. <laughs> what did you have? So Rabbi Avram told him, like Hannah told Daily, I'm not a Isha Shikoyas. I'm not drunk. I wasn't drunk, I'm not drunk, I have no wine or, or whiskey. So what is it? He says, I have a Talmud. I have a Talmud. And my Talmud in yeshiva, my student, is getting married tonight. And to the depth, last night, and to the depths of my heart, I wanted to be by that chasana. So I'll explain it to him. A student by me is like a child. It's like my own son. And in the old days, in Europe, you couldn't, like Taka today, people know what it means. You couldn't predict your travel. You could get stuck. for If there's, if there's bad weather, you get stuck for four weeks. <laughs> the roads are muddy. <laughs> you stuck for four weeks. It was not predictable. Which is precisely why there's a whole shayla about Phil Saderach today. The Chiv Phil Saderach. Shlom Zalman has some horrors. That today you travel on the highway, you're not really... There's police. There's, there's no listing. There's no chayas lois. It's a different travel. We don't even understand what it means today. I don't know what it, what it means today. But Lamaisa, he said, so th- it turned out I missed the wedding. But I was Mishire when the Chasen Kala, they ate first and then they were going to dance. I want to be part of that dance. See, in my room, I danced for Chasen Kala. The guy was like, Mishtema. Couldn't even understand. He couldn't wrap his head around it, but he was Mishtayim. He was Mishtayim. 
Voshteta. Voshteta is like this. What do we have? What do we have? What really could we give the Rabbani Shalom? As I said many times this in the last couple of weeks, it's all the Rabbani Shalom. And even what we think, what we think we're Taka doing for the Rabbani Shalom, that's also Miyot Chakoyal. What could we Taka give the Rabbani Shalom? The only thing we could really give the Rabbani Shalom is our Ratzin. Our Hishtadlus. Our Ratzin. Everything that goes emotionally and the thought process and the desire, that's all we could give the Rabbani Shalom. That's the only thing we can give to Rabbi That's the only piece that's ours. To some degree. To some degree, that's the only piece that's ours. So Mamela, Rabbi Avram understood that the only way he could really connect to the Simchas Chosam Mekala is if he does everything he could, including dancing. The Chosam Kala not seeing him dancing. But the him dancing was expressing his desire, his rotsen, to be there. That he made himself a mock, a mock, a mock dance, l'chosem v'kala. That is needed in order to express his rotsen. And his rotsen, after all, is all he has. That's the most valuable thing you have, is your rotsen and your ishtavos. That is everything. And that's why he was makpit to be megashim his rotsen, to show in a physical way his rotsen. To show who? Himself, the Rabbani Shalom. That was what he did. When you didn't get on porches and they're dancing for Chosen Kala that's driving by in a car, they're showing, this is what we want. We want to be with you in a hall. You should have a beautiful chasana. You should have hundreds of people dancing with you. This is what we want. We're dancing like Rabbi Avram danced on his, in his room and by the innkeeper over there. That's how we're dancing. When you get at such a text that says, let us in unison go on our porches and Kabul Shabbos together and, and, and the, the, the Kralis will go up to Shemayim and sounds, what are you talking about? You think the Rabbi doesn't know what a minion is? What do you do? The Territ says, the Rabbanishim sees that's what you want. That's what you want. You're expressing in a, in, a, in, a, in a physical way what you really want. This is what we want. What this Rav Urenreich was saying is all true, provided, as we said, that the person who's home is really home with Shem Shemai. He's home because he feels... He has to protect himself. He has to protect Klal Yisrael. Right? So when you get this kind of a text, that's mashlim what Ravu and Reich was saying. Where the Yidna are showing, we belong, we want to be, we have a, a, a Ratzon and a Tshuka to be in Shul. And we're going to as much as possible try to relive it. Like a Chosen Kala watches the video of the Chosen would anybody tell the Chosen Kala, stupid, what are you doing? That's not the Chosen now. That's a screen. What are you doing? Narish? 
Some ask the same question on the question. Stop, what do you need videos? Let's be mevatal, the whole concept of videos. What do you need it for? You forgot that you had a chazan? They have on the video memories. I remember it. I remember my chazan very well. It's a lot of years, Baruch Hashem, from when I got married. I remember my chazan. In fact, if I were to see it now, it wouldn't give me any new memories that I don't already have. Elamai! My chasana is such a beloved day to me, such a simcha day, that I want to be magashim and I want to, I want to, I want to touch it. And if I can't touch it, I want to get as close to touching it as possible. There's a closer way to touch it. It's more makurv. It's more makurv, and that's everything. Somebody sends you a picture. Somebody who loves you sends you a picture. So sometimes they send you a picture. They're they're clowning or they're doing something strange. Sometimes they just send you a picture. Right? Your child sends you a picture. Right? You don't know what your kid looks like. Your kid's in Eretz Yisrael. They send you a picture. You don't know what your kid looks like. Exactly what they looked over here. Stick a more schlump because the mother's not taking care of it. What changed? So his parents says, thank you so much for the picture. Why? Because they could... They, 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 I saw you. You didn't see me. And then that's not called a rear. You didn't see nothing. You saw your phone. It's the same stupid phone that when you look at everything else on your phone. Nothing new. That's not your kid. Terrence is, it's, it's another step of me trying to connect. That's what every picture is. Every picture of somebody you love that doesn't have any chidushim in the picture. I'm also chidush talking. The person's on a, in Switzerland on the a, on a Swiss Alps. Okay, so that's, that's a chidush. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about a picture of somebody you love. What is it? It's another way that you connect. Somebody sent me last night a video. One of the people who listened to my shir in Wesley Hill sent me a video of Rabbi Yankiv Zatzal in Camp Agudir walking to his car. And there's people walking with him. There's one tallish fellow walking with him. So this guy was wanting that that guy should be me. So he said, is that the, is that the Rosh Hashiva standing next to Rabbi Yankiv? So, I really, the truth I really didn't know was very blurry. It was, looked like about my height, just gauging from Rabbi Yankif. And I talk, I used to, when Rabbi Yankif came, I used to try to be as close as possible, and maybe as possible. I said, I don't know. Then he wrote, it's 1984. And the guy who was walking Rabbi Yankif to the car had a beard. I said, it's not me. Because I didn't have a beard in 1984. So it's not me, I'm sorry. Yeah. Lemaise, but every time I see a picture of a Biankiv, it's a I feel like an I knew what he looked like. No, 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 no chidushin. Rabbi Fall once got me a beautiful picture of a Biankiv. Not a chidush, I knew exactly what, I knew what he looked like. Exactly. I know exactly what he looked like. So when Yidin are trying to make a, 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 a Kabbalah Shabbos together, even though it's not halachically together, they're showing that that's where they are. That is their Rosen. That is their deepest Rosen. That even though it's canceled, even though the venue is canceled, but that's what they want. And Oy Bazoi, by the Eibishter, does the unbelievable Chavivas. It could be to some degree, it's a bigger Madrigan than last week's Kabbalah Shabbos. 
Because last week's Kabbal Shabbos, you didn't show how much you love Kabbal Shabbos. Go to, go, go to Kabbal Shabbos. I have to go to Kabbal Shabbos. Now I, I can't go to Kabbal Shabbos. I still want to have. Al-Tanayim Mitzuma, I want to have a, a, a Hebrew to Kabbal Shabbos. Petzimu. In Shemayim, Kenzai, it's a, a greater tumul. It's a bigger tumul than, 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 than last week's Kabbal Shabbos. The Mishkan was to be Mechapar, the Chet of the Eagle. That's what the Mishkan was there for. To be Mechapar, the Chet of the Eagle. Who put the most Kleches into Kapor of the Chet of the Eagle? Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu gave the biggest Nedoveh for Kapor from the Chet of the Eagle. Moshe Rabbeinu. Biggest Kapor. Because Moshe Rabbeinu Said Mechani no misifrocha asher kasoft. Moshe Rabbeinu gave everything for kapor from Klaus. There's a scary sefer chesidim which I said over many times in Shul. Mamisha, it's a pachad sefer chesidim. The sefer chesidim says the following: Pashtus you learn, nish pashtus. I, I think that's that's. More than pastors, that Moshe broke the luchas is the way we understand the Gemara Pesachim. Because Klai Yisrael weren't Roy for the luchas. He made a Kavuchoyme from Korban Pesach that an oral was not Roy for one mitzvah, the Koshikain, a mummer. A mummer is not Roy for one mitzvah, Koshikain, not Roy for Kalatirakul. Right? As I love my Poshit. But the Sefer Hasidim says the following. The Sefer Hasidim Vais Techeis is bothered with the following kasha. Why did Moshe Rabbeinu throw the luchas on the ground? He could have put it on the ground. And if he had to break the luchas, this, this the Sefer Hasidim doesn't say, I'm telling you. If he had to break the luchas, he could have done it respectfully. He could have broken the luchas respectfully. Right? You didn't have to go and throw it like that. You take it and cut it up, chop it up. So he took it away. He took the luchas. Vayashlech. Zok the Sefer Hasidim. That the reason why Moshe Rabbeinu did it, it's a scary vote. Vazishtein Sefer Hasidim. Because he saw Klai Yisrael Berah. He saw Klai Yisrael dancing in front of the eagle. He had to save their neshama. He didn't want to waste the time to put it down. He just threw it around the classroom. Yeah? He threw it around the class to save classroom. From here you learn. And actually there's a Bali Atois that says the same word. It's found in the Bali Mikan, that if a yid is not some Bitsara, I'm talking about Ruchni is the Kitsara. And you're holding a Sefer Torah. If by putting the Sefer Torah there, COVID is going he- to impede you a little bit from saving the other Yid, the Shama, Zerik the Sefer Torah to, to save the Yid. The rise from Moshe Rabbeinu. The Luchas had a lot more Kedushin than the Sefer Torah. So that's Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu gave everything away. You know what it is for Moshe Rabbeinu to, according to, to break the luchas? That's, that's, that's Moshe, that is Moshe Rabbeinu. 
for Klal Yisrael. Memela, what is the Mishkan? The Mishkan is an expression of everybody's hishtadlus, everybody's rotsen. The boards are not worth anything on their own. What's, what, what, what is the Mishkan? It's a collection of the rotsen and the hishtadlus from Klal Yisrael. That's what the Mishkan is. And the Mela, Klal Yisrael, they, they went and they, they put their Ishtadlis into the Hakome. And B'Tzalo Leov, they did more. They put their Ishtadlis into the Hakome. Ultimately, the one who put the most Koychis into the Mishkan was Moshe Rabbeinu. Because Moshe Rabbeinu was ready to mechenin on misifrecho for Kaporos Chetegel. And the Mela, the Hakome was all Yudei Moshe. Everybody's wondering, what's the Nitzta'alto Oleho? Moshe was more Mitzta'ayr than everybody else. Moshe Rabbeinu gave Kodul Mesiris Nefesh for the Kapor of Klai Yisrael from the Chetayel. That's what it is. Zok the Medrash. Memele, ultimately the Abish to put it up. Hukam HaMishkan. Hasei B'yadcha. The Bershom was giving us a Lekach Lodorus. Our avoidance, Hashem, is us doing what we can do. That's our avoida. Our rotsen, our ishtadlus, and our maizah to the best of our ability. The rest is not, not our department. Hukam amishka. Hukam amishka. And a person has to constantly reevaluate their ishtadlus. Three times a day we do avoidance, Hashem. One learns, one, one opinion learns it from Akomas HaMishkan three times a day. And that's the idea of the Mishkan being put up again and again and again. And the name of this, the for where we are now, everybody in Klaiso is doing their best. Those that are, those that are at home, those that are moisture themselves to do something else, everybody is doing their best. It's, it's a collection of the Rosam from Klal Yisrael. And the Ishtablis from Klal Yisrael. And, and in this parasha we see Dostoch Te'ikah, say Biyadcha. You gotta do, you gotta do what you could do. That's the point. Moish Rabbeinu, he did everything he could do. Till Amcheni Amisifrecha, till the end. That's why he reflects the ultimate Binyan Amishka. Because Moish Rabbeinu reflects the investment of every single human koyach that he had. Okay, I go to Shabbos.